Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Extra Normal Podcast. My name is Christoph. Alongside me is. Hey there, everybody. This is hey Brianna Kaye. I'm trying to be like more like Mr. Rogers, you know, a little more homey, a little more, I'm you dead. know, like a comfy sweater. I want us to be the comfy sweater of from the south. How would how would you categorize our podcast if you were to explain? It? Um, uh, first of all, we don't have a podcast. Do we have a? Do we have a podcast? Okay. How would? <laughs> I'm already upset. Um, how would you explain it? Pads or tampons? Yeah, would you would you come more tampon or or anyways? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. It's been a long. We're done with Christmas. Merry Christmas! It's Christmas. Wait, it's done. Today we have is like Christmas. Thirty technically, we, we have are recording 30 minutes left. on December twenty fifth, two thousand eleven thirty at night. If you want to timestamp it, so it's halfway through the episode, force our child to go to sleep because it's her. Her winter break. Yeah, she's like she's a night owl, and then I'm I'm sorry, but I feel like that's my fault. Yes, you should be. sorry. I apologize about that. Um, can we put a bow on 2023? Because I think this is probably the last time, or at least we're gonna have an episode out uh, before the end of 2023. Thoughts, feelings. Um, it didn't feel like a COVID year. It feels like we're officially like completely out. Yeah. Yeah. Although Even though we, we did get, get COVID. We did get COVID, but it feels like <laughs> a different thing The first week our now. daughter started school. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, I mean, we did um, From get, a teacher, even better. Recently um, got COVID. We went through a lice scare that was um, yeah. pretty, pretty not fun. Um, but no, I mean, all in all, we have to be very thankful. Yeah. You know, I mean, things I, sailed by. I mean, we're yeah. not like in like the heart of Gaza or we're not... You know, in the heart of Ukraine, like yeah. we we're pretty. So I have to I have to be very thankful and and yes, we went through some sickness and yes, it was yeah. anno- annoying and obnoxious, but we we're healthy and well. We pulled through and um, I feel very thankful and, and fortunate this year. So. I'm gonna bring it down for a second though. Uh-oh. On the pie chart of what can what is in your head, what's likely to destroy us. Us as a humanity, Huma- us as a, human, as a human marriage. Race. <laughs> Conversations like these. Um, no, no. As a human race, what do you think percentage-wise? What do you think the chances it's going to be a plague of some sort? I'm just, I'm very disappointed with the human race. So it's, wow. So it's it's just so many things. Why are you so disappointed with them? With um, we haven't changed our, myself. Really. Like it's all of us. Like we're all oh, a part wow. of it. I think after watching that, what was that Julia Roberts movie? The one we just watched. I fell asleep for it, so no spoilers. Oh, but it's no spoilers. But you like, should leave. Why we leave? Who we leave? What we leave behind? Leave, why we leave, leave the world behind? There we go. And and I feel like you know I had already built up like a lot, like hearing that you know one of my friends you know um, has only so long to live, like you know her her days are. Or short, in which I I know like we're not all of us aren't promised tomorrow, but just knowing how much pain and suffering she went through as a person, and and I'm I'm really angry and upset about that, and I and it, it's like it just starts, and I've already you know questioned life, and but it just really makes you just want to want to know so much more and, and understand, and and sometimes I feel like I'm on a different like frequency, different vibration than people because I I feel deeper. Um, and I'm an empath, so I take on a, a lot of people's pain and suffering to help relieve it from them. And, you know, so it's, it's, it's very draining when you are an empath 
you know, shout out to all my empaths out there because, you know, you're not alone. Um, and and I just feel, you know, I don't know, discombobulated. I, so I just, I feel like there's been, especially in the month of December, there's um, a lot of pain and suffering where people have lost someone, where people, you know, just feel they're not good enough, can't make enough money sure. to give their to provide for their families and give their children a nice Christmas. And I just felt a lot deeper this year and like just on like a different wavelength of a level, like a different vibration. And, um, I don't necessarily want to say I, I like the frequency I'm at cause it's almost like I want to go back to where I was before, but where I'm at right now, it, it's a perspective, it's a different perspective. Like it's, it's just, and it just makes me look at all of us cause we all get consumed by it and we, we all do it every fucking year. And I'm like, why are we doing this? It's not even Jesus's actual birthday. It's just a fucking selfish thing. And it, I, I don't know. I just, sorry for the rant. <laughs> Merry Christmas. No, yeah. But, but that's just kind of like this year has been really hit really different. Like, on that level, like I'm like not feeling sorry for myself. It's literally just all the sorrow and things I see around me, you know, and in Israel and, you know, and, and, you know, all this, all Ukraine and, and it's just like so many people are hurt on, on both sides. You know, we have, we have Russians that, you know, are, are innocent people that, you know, that don't, shouldn't be having to live their lives the way that they have to live in, in war. when they Well, she could be a rough country to live in. Yeah, you know, and then you have, like, Palestine, you know, and, and people hating them and, and accusing them, and it's like, you know, who's right and who's wrong, and it's like... It's a mess. Yeah. Humanity is, it, it's, it's messy. It's gross, and that's why, like, when more and more people are like, oh, you believe in aliens, where are they? I'm like, well, look around you. We can't even get along with each other, you know? It's like, why the fuck would, would they intervene with such a pathetic race of of beings? I'm sorry. That's I mean, what we are. You know, I am. I, you know, I'm, I'm not the greatest person. You know, I, I can look in the mirror and say that, you know? No, none of us are, are perfection. And and the, I, I don't know why, if aliens are watching, why they haven't come down yet and, and scooped us up and taken us away yeah. because we can't take care of ourselves sometimes. Yeah, December's a rough month for a lot of people. It's 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 one of the coldest months of the year. It's one of the busiest months of the year. It's one of the 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 most anxiety ridden of this yeah. of the year. It's you know there's so much pressure put on everything from there's so much pressure put on going to events, and there's so much pressure put on on getting gifts, and there's so much pressure put on you know you know, making a, a good living and there's, and new year's comes up, which also that there's this analysis, there's this psychoanalysis that always happens along with December. You're recapping the year right at December and you're thinking about all the stuff that you should have done and all the stuff you could have done and all that, all those things in 2023 mm -hmm. that you wish were different, both inward and outward. Mm -hmm. And so it's this, it's this reflective, cold, anxiety ridden, incredibly busy, um, incredibly, and also too, like, let's be real too. I, I think that we all see our family most in December and sometimes family can be draining and grueling. Mm -hmm. And so there's that too, that you're just, 
you're mm-hmm. faced recapping your fucking childhood yeah. as well. Like yeah. I don't. And I think if we were adults, if we were adults, if we're getting there, we're if, close. If we didn't have a child and it was just the two of us, we as would tra- a, as I would adults, say let's travel. We we would probably say fuck this, you know. Yeah. And I think it would be a lot easier for us to travel. And, and if our family wanted to come, like we could just do more destination type stuff. But that's what really makes it hard is that like we're struggling to have like our own traditions with our child and trying to accommodate all of our other like friends and family and, and everything they have going on too. And it's it's just um, it's a, a draining. It's a lot. A draining time of year. And. I can't tell you how happy I am for it to be over. And I and like so many of my clients, as you guys know, if you've been listening for a while, like I'm a hairstylist and in the salon, I can't tell you how many clients came in this past week leading up to Christmas and said the exact same fucking thing. They it's would, grueling. Everybody wanted it to be fucking done and over with. And it's really fucking sad that we feel that way. You know, on the actual, you know, like today and, and yesterday, they they were ended up being very beautiful days. We had sure. an amazing time, but it's all the the hustle and the struggles and and the lead up to the big day. You yeah, know, and it's it's nothing. built up so much by social media too. Because there's, I feel like with social media and what you see online with the the oh my gosh videos with the kids opening the the ultimate presents and yeah. you know all these amazing like gestures and stuff during christmas it builds up a, a lot of unfair pressure for mm-hmm. for parents and loved ones and everybody to to ante up like to to up the offering for for every event for every christmas every christmas event has to be social media worthy every present has to be social media with which, mm-hmm. which is a lot to live up to social media is a lot to live up to yeah so it's it's a lot yeah it and it's be- it's you know you're you're just trying to get by and i mean there's there's even moms on there's funny you know memes and things about like you know like moms and you know having to deal with not only the holiday hustles and the events and the parties but then the elf on the shelf bullshit and and then it's just like that on top of everything else and it's just like some so and it was like a, a funny meme or whatever and then some mom like put like because you know you can comment on the post and it like some mom put like I don't think I'm gonna make it, and Oof. you and you never know. Like most people, are probably joking. Sure. But man, when I saw that comment, I reached out to her real fast. I, I don't know. If she I don't, she could be on a different part of the world. You know what I mean? Like I don't know where she was in from, but I reached out to her. I was like, you know, like you're you're not alone. Like we're all going through. You know, I, I want. I just wanted that person to know that. If that's where she's at, I I get it. I understand it. She's not alone. Um, and that's probably the cat jumping. And um, I'm just, it's just, yeah, it's it's, yeah. I've never really felt this way yeah. before. Like in that, that's that's I think what really makes me sad about all this. Like I never, you know, really have deeply felt about this and that's why the only thing i can say is that i'm just like at a, a different a different place in my life a, a different place in my consciousness and i just i feel so disconnected from like humanity sometimes you know especially right now it's weird 
Well, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't bring. I, I wanted. I should have had a welcome to the seasonal depression club badge <laughs> or something because you're finally joining the club. It's I don't a even, thing. I don't it's even a look at it. Thing. I don't, is it depression though? Like, or is it yeah, just? Yeah, it's a fit. You have a you have a bit of it for sure. Yeah. Which is not. It's not to be unexpected. Yeah. Especially after you hear, you know, terminal illness and mm-hmm. you know people ending their life, and then you have people. You know, the family members being a little bit of of a shithead, and you have yeah. you know the, the the expectations of gifts, and you have also we have we're in a turning point in our in our parenthood right now where we're hitting a a, a right turn or left turn or however you want to phrase mm-hmm. it, where those magical mm-hmm. Santa kid things are evaporating. Yeah. And it's because we're going to have a preteen on our hands and it's going to be a completely different Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so I'm hoping that we um, continue what we're doing, continue what we're doing and also and and also shift. I think that also takes a shift. And and I think that I think we're I think in in the sense of like this year, definitely not enough. But we did a lot of um, like charity work where, you know. We're not on here like boasting about it because we need recognition and want to no, we need to we did baseline stuff. We didn't Yeah, you know, but, but like like teaching, especially a child that's going to be a teenager where it's all about them and the more expensive presents as they get older and older, like um, you know, teaching her like the foundation of like first and foremost, we help people, you know. And that's that's not a question. That's what we do. Um you know, and at the end of the day, that always makes me feel better. It's just sure. knowing if, if we can teach our child anything um, when we leave this earth and she follows that legacy, I could die happy. Yeah. <laughs> can I ask you a question, though? Sure. What do you think the impact on the popularity of Christmas would be if you if if for some reason we had some weird totalitarian government and for whatever reason they banned gift giving? On Christmas, so gift giving wasn't a factor on Christmas, right? It was more about the Christmas tree. You didn't put anything under it, but it was more about ice skating and caroling and stuff like that, and maybe donating your time and services and and money and all that stuff. That would be beautiful. Do you Christmas would be practically a non-holiday, right? Because yeah. it's all fed into well, like commercials about mm-hmm. oh, what are you going to give? Like so much of Christmas is is centered around gift yeah. giving. One of my clients, she was saying that. She, she, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but she was saying Uh-oh. that there was this, like, this spirit entity that would, that would come through some man, I don't know if it was like in the 60s or whatever. And, um, they asked this spirit that was from another realm or whatever, um, was he called the Seath? Seath, some, I don't fucking know. Seether? Uh, you're in <laughs> uncharted waters. I have no idea what she can't fight the seether. Um, <laughs> no, like he, so whatever this entity was, but they asked him like, you know, about like what, what it's thought was on, on Christmas and that kind of stuff. And basically it was like Chris, Christmas is a bunch of BS. Like it's, it's all made up and it's, and it's all for humanity because Yes, there are people that get the week, we say the week before Christmas is the dark week because it's like there is a lot of suicides and it's it's a very depressing sure, it's time. it's a very, if, yeah. It, um, 
but there's so much joy and so much love that the holidays bring Mm -hmm. to the world. And that's the time of year when people are on the best behavior. And that's when they do maybe donate more and give more. And, and so this, this being, um, basically was saying that we kind of need it. It's an, it's a necessity. I get that. Like, it's really, it's, it's a beautiful, the the gift giving exercise is a beautiful thing because it's an act of caring. Right. Um, I think that's good. You know, I, I think that overall Christmas is, I'm going to weigh in on whether Christmas is a positive. I think it's a net positive for sure. I mean, and I enjoy the time off and I enjoy, you know, the gift giving and all that stuff. And I, it, it, it is, is, is a beautiful time. Um, but I think that the downside, the dark side of it is that pressure and that anxiety and that, that kind of thing. Um, that and, can yeah. It's like the month flies by, you be, and because of social media, you're trying to keep up with all the cool things you see other people sure, doing. Sure, you're trying to cram a million um, events. And yeah, I mean, the week of Christmas that for us, we we did what we got caroling done, um, a boat ride, and Snoopy on ice. You know, it's just like we did do Snoopy on ice. Like get it all in, and probably we did probably more stuff that I can't even think of right now. But you know, it's just it's it's a lot, and it's um. Sometimes too much, I feel like. Can we talk about Snoopy and Ice, actually? Oh, my God. Sure. I want to... It was great. I loved it. Yes. Was there a... I'm a bougie Disney bitch, but Snoopy and Ice was wonderful. Was there a downside to Snoopy and Ice? I'm trying to pry it out of you. Um, I've, I I don't like the lioness. I don't, I don't like those, those characters. The, I don't the, like, I don't, what are they called? The Peanuts characters I suck. Like the Charlie them. Brown characters, they're awful. Give me awful. Snoopy and then what's, That's the, only what's the other one? The little yellow one. Oh, um, I want to say Tweety Bird, but I know Tweety. 100% that's not it. But I want to say Tweety, Tweety Bird. Bird. Woodstock. Sure, that's it. Yeah, like <laughs> why its name is that, I, I don't Some know. Some weird But I, I love those two characters and could, I, the other ones, it's, it's like the, in a cartoon form, I can tolerate. But when you bring them to life, it's creepy and obnoxious, and I don't like it. It is creepy. There are frightening. I was more thinking of the man who was a couple rows ahead of us who decided to FaceTime his family while he was in the theater. Hands up. I'm doing this is audio only on this episode, but I'm doing hands up. His cell phone was up. So everybody in the like five rows at least could, could see us specifically. <laughs> like but, we could wave to her and she could see us. Yeah, like everybody could see this the, the mug of this whole family like just coming in and out of the view because it, it was on there. And he's and talking. The whole and they're show, talking to each and other. Audio's on, and I was just I was blown away about again going back to humanity. Like how disrespectful and like. Like at some point where we were, when we were clapping in between the little skits that they did, you like got to clap. I, I like yelled out, yay, FaceTime. And the people in front, like right behind him, because they were two rows up, looked back like, like cracking up like, yeah, I cannot believe these people. Wild. What is What enjoyment do you get out of a cell phone? Not just the Snoopy on Ice, which is charming. Like, but why couldn't he videotape it? I would have been fine with if, if he was quietly videotaping the whole thing. Yeah, it was bizarre. I don't, but I don't, even if your video, who's going to go back and watch that video? It's like, at best, it's like a cute, campy production of an ice skating show. Who is that? Who, who would 
be that invested in it to watch it from a FaceTime screen and just I'm sure the audio was shitty. You can only see part of it because it's on. And it was on the far left of the stage. It was wild. And I was <gasps> like, like, what we is were this? like prime seats or anything like Sound that. Sound on. So you could hear like, you hear muffled the, the lady who was, who was outside of the, 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 the theater talking. It was, it was wild. So, so the, it's just, I don't know. Like I have a big who, problem now with cell phones and and like maybe it's an old man get off my lawn thing. But now when I go to like concerts or, or events or theater and stuff like that, like theater has got a pretty tamped down. But when you go to like events, the the sea of cell phone screens like going up, it I it it loses like it really loses the the effect of the the, the show for me now. Yeah, it really does. Like I'm just like. I just think about, oh, it's a bummer. Like, you just see a sea of cell phones. Mm -hmm. It's just, and, and you know, I, I know that now artists are at the point where they're like, okay, we're going to get your, like, this is this is your cell phone moment. We're going to do, like, a basically a rehearsal mm -hmm. of the song. Get your cell phone videos. And then, like, once we start actually playing the song, yeah, like, That's, put um, them down. When I went to see Rob Zombie, he, he, like, was like, can we just do one song which I thought was cool. Like he didn't make everybody for the whole show, but he was like, for one song, can we just enjoy it? It's got, like, cause it's gotta be like, it's gotta and be half the people still have their stuff. Of course. Of course. <laughs> more, probably more than half actually. But yeah. Um, you know, um, the misfits, you know, when I was like bitching about not going to that show, cause it was like $500 a, a person. Yeah. Um, they did not allow. It was like the Ziploc bag thing. Yeah. Where you, you lock the bag. Yep. They did not allow. I'm almost with the misfits at this point. I'm mm -hmm. almost with them because I get everybody wants a memory. Everybody wants to be able to post and stuff like I get that part right. of it. But as a spectator who's not like all like live streaming the whole thing, it's it it's kind of like a bummer. Like, and mm -hmm. I can't imagine how much of a bummer it is for like these performers who are just staring at the back, uh, uh, yeah, the sea of a back of cell phones, and it's just a, it's a different generation. It's I completely mean, different. It's like, yeah, you're going there for the for the the show the show to it you know because to prove that you were there sure you gotta have but some proof of life or i mean whatever. it's just i can understand i can totally understand why you know i don't know it would probably really make me like uncomfortable on stage like who are you here for yeah and this is a little bit hacky of a take but you know it's also like the 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 footage that you're gonna get is gonna be dog shit like it's not like the Tara, taylor swift heiress like documentary like <laughs> it, the audio is probably going to be garbage mm -hmm. the video quality is probably going to be garbage so it's just you're taking garbage videos like yeah. i don't That's know true. i'm not for it yeah. i don't like it so you want to hear a heartwarming story for christmas time yeah we need some uh we need some uh what do they call them warm warm and fuzzies so an accused hit and run driver drove oh, no. with victim's body for 40 miles before Stop. stopping where when today and this comes from Hummet Huffington Christmas Post. Eve um they didn't let me see if they say when it was oh a Texas man accused of hitting and apparently hit the victim so hard that the body flew in up and into the air and into the car's passenger seat no even stranger the driver didn't notice the body next to him in the in the car and drove another 40 miles that's a lie before passing out in a jack-in-the-box restaurant in White's... Wait, well, he, hold on. he passed out? The drive, hold, There's a town called White Settlement, Texas. <laughs> mm, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, no. That's uh, interesting. I'm white and I wouldn't want to go no, there. No, I would never. I'm like, where do you live? White settlement. Oh, no, thank you. no. You're tagging yourself on that. You're, you're calling yourself out. Oh. Officers were called to the restaurant for a welfare check for a man who appeared to be slumped over the steering wheel mm-hmm. of a gray Kia Forte four-door passenger car. The, pass- the responding deputy noted the car had extensive front end hood and windshield damage. The officer also noted something else. A human bodies with no sign of life in the front passenger seat. The release note. You got to be him. This must be drunk driving. And you got to be I'm sorry. Like he, he hit the body and, and dragged it into his car. Do you think so? Uh, yeah. That, that, there's no like coincidental way. Like the person would get like decapitated because it's one thing if you hit like head on and then they break your windshield and go into your car but like how the hell did he come hit him i think what happened was it had to be running into your i don't it it doesn't make sense bumped him into the air and bumped him through the through the windshield is what investigators think happened it's not from him he's not like oh "Oh." the front windshield the front windshield oh the front windshield was broken yes that makes sense okay i was thinking this (laughs) came in the side like what the driver later identified as 31-year-old Nestor <gasps> Lujan Flores That's of Arlington young. was immediately asked to step out of the vehicle and detain for further investigation. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good tactic. Investigators think that the impact of the accident was so intense that the pedestrian was thrown inside the vehicle and landed in the passenger seat. Lujan Flores. Was he, was he upside down? No, I, I don't. He must have been just like, like a car, like a dummy. Like it's just. Oh. Lujan Flores apparently never reported. Well, Lujan Flores told police that he thought he had struck a deer in Dallas and just continued driving to the Jack in the Box. So he thought he hit a deer. He's like, "Well, I'm st- I'm still hungry, and I'm not going to be able to cook this deer in time. So I'm just going to go to Jack in the Box." My windshield's completely like, cra- like broken. No biggie. L- yeah, Lujan Flores apparently never reported Wait, the collision to police. He went through the drive-through or went ins- Oh no, he went inside. I think he just passed on. He got to the jack and He just passed on. He must have been. Wow. And this is from this is from the police officer. It's very unfortunate that he did not realize this was a human being to stop and render aid and call for help. Yeah, you got. How do you not notice all of a sudden there's a body in your pocket? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, go to. You need to be in prison. It doesn't say what he had. Authorities will test them to see if they match the remains of the body. Oh, well. But it doesn't say whether he was under the influence. But you have to assume. You have to be belligerently drunk if you thought you just hit a deer. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I guess. Oh, and yeah, pending charge of intoxication manslaughter, which noted that he had two or previous arrests for DWI. Wow. So you don't, third time's a charm and you end up murdering someone. It's, how do you live with yourself after that? I, I'm I'm telling you different frequencies over here. That is wild. I, don't, I I just don't get it. The haunting image, like even if you didn't notice, like I imagine if you were, if I was Luhan Flores, mm-hmm. which is a fun name. Um, even if I don't remember specifically, like mm-hmm. a passenger dead in my car after I hit them, I would have haunting nightmares every night about the rest of mm-hmm. my life just picturing that person in my passenger seat well and you're in prison yeah. so there's not a lot to 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 
to distract you during the middle of the night. Yeah. So you just you're just there with haunting nightmares about how you drove for, f- and there's not a jack in the box that's a little closer than forty miles. It must be a good jack in the box. Must be. Must be a special one. They really make those burgers really great. <laughs> I I just yeah I don't. You seem speechless. I'm I'm speechless. Well. I want to ask you something. Hmm. We just re- not too not too long ago we had our our bathroom remodeled. Mm-hmm. If you had the the uh, the the expense account to install a gold toilet, like genuine gold, not gold doesn't, colored. Doesn't Trump have? That's the that's the yeah that's the rumor. I think actually Is no, I think it might real? be first because because I think he did like a photo shoot of his part New York apartment where they're like he's like look check out my gold gold shitter. Is it really made of gold though, or is it just golden like? It might be gold copper. leafed. Yeah. Uh, he seems a little ta- on the tacky side, so it say, might yeah, be like gold leafed. I don't think it's like yeah, and cheap. I don't think he'd buy like the the real. Would you if you had a chance the gold leaf full no. gold? Would you ever do that? No, it's gross, right? It's just why? Why waste the money again? Like not like it's like people starving hey, and I, buying a gold I, toilet. Yeah, I like nice things. Like you know, we we did a beautiful job like on the bathroom. It's it's phenomenal, but I I wouldn't da, da, na, na. if we had the money. Like I I like all the gold accents in there and make them real like make them no, actual gold. I, yeah. No desire. That's crazy. No, no desire. Well, I mean, you could like. You could be like if you if you were avoiding it, you you you'd be saving yourself six million dollars. You know how I know it's six million dollars? No, because four men were charged over the theft of a six million dollar oh. gold t- toilet from an English palace. So four men tried to steal a gold toilet from an English palace. Four men, there was of course, four men. Four of them. Four men. It would be really surprising if it said four women. It's of course it's four men. That's great. And this comes from Reuters, but it's four men have been charged over the theft of an 18 karat gold toilet from a palace in southern England, where it was kept as an art exhibit before it's being stolen in an early morning heist in 2019. Prosecutors said on Monday, so I guess it's all just coming to the surface now. The function, the fully functional toilet, valued at 4.8 million pounds, which is roughly about six million bucks was part of an exhibition by an Italian conceptual artist at Blenheim Palace. I can't even imagine being an artist where they're like, hey, here's $6 million to blow on a toilet. I want to know who they were. Like, how was it? Was it an inside job? Was it people that worked there? Security? Like, like, you know? So the four men apparently appeared on court on November 28th. Britain's Crown Prosecution Services. Is that really what they call themselves? That's fun. Said James Sheen... Now, 39 was charged with one count of burglary and two counts relating to the transfer of criminal property. The other, the three others, Michael Jones, Fred Doe, and Bora Guchuk. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so they were, it doesn't really say, you know. Oh, here we go. Police have said at the time of the theft that burglars broke into the palace with two vehicles and took the toilet somewhere before 5 a.m. It was not immediately clear if the toilet named America... <laughs> What? <laughs> they named the toilet? They named the toilet. An Italian artist named a toilet in a British palace in America. Oh, Gotta my love it. God. Had been recovered and authorities had no immediate comment on its status. Oh, so they, don't, they might not know where that gold toilet is. So they got the Someone's guys? Someone's shitting fancy. So wait, they got the guys? They got four guys. But they think they were, they busted in two vehicles before 5 a.m. To, to grab the toilet. Toilet wow. is still MIA. 
Somebody that finds that toilet is going to be sitting pretty. Would you report me if I came home with a gold toilet without explanation? No, I'd, I'd be like, hit up my mom and, and <laughs> tell her where to melt it down. <laughs> She'll give you all the tips and tricks. And <laughs> would you want, just for, even before, like, would you want to just take a, take a potty break once in a gold toilet? Yeah. Just to say you did it. Yeah. Yeah, just to have that mm-hmm. luxury, that I one I don't moment. want one, but I'd shit in one for sure. That one moment of luxury. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel bad about it the whole time. Like, this is too much money for me to be this doing. This is way too much for me to do in this and this. It's it's amazing to me that somebody would spend six million dollars on a gold toilet. Like, it's just a few money. I it's just, like fuck around money, basically. I just feel like, how about we fuck fuck around and and find cures for cancer? How about we fuck around and go to third world countries? Not even like. We have plenty of people like starving here too, like you know. Because like, I don't know if that's part of human nature for most people. Again, yeah. Because it's the like, fuck I'm up so thing, sick of humanity. Here's the thing. Here's the tricky thing: is the type of people who would have enough money for six million dollar toilet are not the types to be like that charitable. Like the, you know, people who are well off are charitable enough to mm-hmm. say, but the people who are driven by money enough to have $6 million to waste away in a bank account are not likely giving away all of their money right, yeah. to charity. The types of people who are giving away all their money to charity are fucking broke. That's so true. So it's a weird it's so, paradox. It's so wild and it's so true. It's, you know. Not all. I mean, there are like. There are, there are definitely like wealthy people who are incredibly mm-hmm. generous at times. I don't think I would ever. We were talking about like. If he won the lottery, I don't think we do that leverage. We probably end up getting a bigger house for more space. I would want a resort home for sure. Like that sounds like, so fancy. I mean, because it would be, it would literally be like when you're going on vacation. I know, like but I, I would. Can we call it a vacation home? Something about a resort home sounds like you're a villain in an '80s movie. <laughs> okay, sure. Should we call it a vacation home. <laughs> yes. Yeah, of course. Like I'd want like landing spots to go to. Yeah. For sure. But, but I would never buy a gold toilet, I'll tell you that no, much. Not for no, me. No desire. I'd like it's like tacky I'm lucky too. It's to like so even to have the the like the luxury of having a mother that is a um a jeweler. Like I you would think I would have way more jewelry than I do. And I, I just I lose it. I don't appreciate it. I manhandle it so I have very limited pieces on purpose, you know, because I'm like, hmm? sorry, this is the audio cut out for me because oh. my headphones, just the oh. headphones cut out. But yeah, so for me, it's it's like, I, I just I don't trust myself. So it's, yeah, it's funny to me that people just blow money like that because I'm I'm so like I I lost a very expensive piece that I had once, and that's kind of ruined it for me. Scarred you? Yeah. Never have a gold toilet because of that. <laughs> I found another story. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> I, this one, this one, this one, this might actually be kind of like a heartwarming story because it's innocent. Oh, God. I really, I genuinely thought the story that you were going to tell me, the first one. About like what, feeding fucking puppies? I, I thought it was going to be something sweet. Yeah. Well. <laughs> not a hit and run. <laughs> Hit and run with with the victim. Oh God! He might have got a milkshake or something from Jack in the Box. That might have been sweet. You know, he might have added a little alcohol to it. And that's oh what, God! That threw him over the edge. So I found this story. This Literally. this one amused me. This one was this is my version of heartwarming because I don't think I might read on and get 
terrified, but this the, nobody was hurt. A man in a in looks like Saint Petersburg uh, was arrested after allegedly molesting a manatee statue at a Florida restaurant. This was in Saint Petersburg. Florida. Statue. Statue. Um, a Pittsburgh man is facing a disorderly intoxication charge. These disorderly intoxication charges is flying. Okay, flying I need fast. to see a picture of the manatee. Well, I'm gonna we'll pull it up, of course, Be, because I need to know if there is an open hole somewhere. <laughs> chart. <laughs> a Pittsburgh man is facing this a disorderly intoxication charge in Florida after he allegedly molested a manatee statue at a Saint Petersburg restaurant. What Saint Petersburg restaurant has a manatee statue in front of? It's not very appetizing. Oh, and he also tossed gator nuggets into the establishment from the parking lot. Wow. Oh, you've never tried gator nuggets, huh? It's disgusting. They're not good. What do they taste like? It's like weird chicken, like gamey chicken. It's gross. It's not good. Anthony Lessa, 23, was arrested last week in connection with the alleged incidents, which happened at two separate businesses. So he's going around. Authorities arrived on the scene after getting a call from Rick Rick Reef's restaurant. Oh, that's fun. On St. Pete Beach that an intoxicated person was a was causing a disturbance. Lessa allegedly got angry after restaurant employees told him he had already paid his he had already paid his bill and it was time for him to go. Once outside, he allegedly molested in parentheses a plastic manatee located in the restaurant's parking lot, which prompted another request from an employee that he leave. Officials said Lessa got physically aggressive with the employee and that he allegedly stated, started tossing gator nuggets, that is, deep-fried pieces of alligator meat, into Rick Reef's dining room. Oh, Lessa no. allegedly ran away toward, toward his hotel, the postcard in on the beach, but, but was, what happened next wasn't exactly a pretty picture. The hotel manager told police that Lessa was acting disorderly and screaming obscenities at the person working the front desk. According to the affidavit obtained by WOFL, the manager attempted to de-escalate things by escorting Lessa to his room, but he refused to say which one it was. So he was removed from the hotel, but he kept lingering. So this guy is just, this guy sounds like trouble. (laughs) After asking what Lessa had in his pockets, one of the deputies realized, oh, that was the crap that he had that you were throwing in the other restaurant, Gator Nuggets. So anyways, yeah, so the, apparently a man just, he, he he was told to leave and he got upset and he started. Because he was so belligerent, right? He started fondling the manatee statue and, and throwing gator nuggets inside How the restaurant. How inappropriate, especially if there's children around. I'll tell you what, if once, five minutes after that, I, that check gets paid in a restaurant, I already feel like I've been there too long. Yeah. Like if I pay the bill, like I'm like it's time for me to leave. I feel like I'm like I feel like a, an imposter syndrome as soon as that yeah, check it's, gets paid. It's awkward. It's sure. totally awkward. Like I don't understand those. I mean, there's like an old folks thing where you, we buy a cup of coffee and you milk it for a couple hours and just sit there. I couldn't. I think even even as I grow older, I couldn't be that guy. Yeah. Well, I even have like clients. Like after I check them out after you know doing their hair, it's like and. It's one thing if I don't have if my clients running late or if they're my last appointment, but I I will blatantly have like another person. They know that they're there for me, sure, and they're just sitting in the chair, not getting up, yeah, and just talking away about whatever. And I'm like, oh, 
you know, look, looking over my other one, can I get you anything? And I'm like, you know, like, well, you know, and, and, I, and then it's like they know and they just keep going. And it's like a lot of times I just let them because <laughs> I'm like, it's like a, ch- a toddler just trying to poop them can out. Can you imagine like what, like what, like what do I, you know, and then I just apologize to my next client. But sometimes like I've had clients like make me like 15 minutes late because they're just they keep talking. And like, you know, and I'm, it's it's a lot. So yeah, people like I, I never want to be that person. No, like no. That like the, to me like that is no. I don't. I don't. You know. As soon as 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 soon as I feel like it's time to go, I'm out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter what it is, like if I'm being checked out, if someone else leaves at a party, as soon as someone like if we're at a party anywhere, and and the first person goes, I'm like, oh no. Now the clock's ticking for me, mm-hmm. and I'm ready to go. So yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, I think that I, I definitely think that molesting a manatee statue and throwing gator nuggets into the restaurant is is out of line. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. You're you're not, and I'm sure that restaurant has a sign that says we have the right to refuse service to anybody. So sure, like, get the hell out. I'm sure they're in sound footing. You know. Could you do you think you could ever work a retail job again, like a pure retail job, especially during the holidays? No. I feel like you would lose your people, shit on someone. You would. People are. Oh God, I don't. I guess I will say worse. Like, it. We're just. I know we're getting old, so we're looking at it. Brianna's salty for the last of a, the year in episode. A different. Yeah, She's yeah. salty. Like <laughs> people are world. just are just worse. I, I was I was a little shit, but I was never. I feel like manners are starting to go out the window. Yeah, a little I, bit. I'm always like, you know, I feel like to the point where our daughter is so overly like, if she's in someone's way, I'm sorry, 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 and I'm almost to the point where like, you didn't do anything wrong. Like we're all this is they don't own that space, we don't own that space. So it's polite just say excuse me, thank you, or if you didn't know they were getting, oh sorry. You know, but it's like because I overly compensate like that when whenever I'm anywhere, you do too, and so I'm the sorry guy. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, and it's it's like you know, and and then you know, I'm the overly like I compliment everybody, so then Clementine compliments everybody. Yeah, and I I love that, but it's like nowadays, yeah, oh God, like, um, I just so many situations like like where I've had to like feel like god i feel like such a karen and it's funny because I'll, I'll tell like my friends are like you're not a karen people are just assholes and sometimes you have to check people like at, at like a restaurant like um when i was picking up our food like you know at pickup sticks like a few weeks ago like i you know had a long day at work hadn't eaten was exhausted our, our food we had ordered it like prior we knew it was ready for pickup and I walk in the door, make eye contact with the manager, and he he never comes over. And there's and the place I looked around, they had one people sitting there eating. And there's just a couple people waiting for their pickup. They they had ordered like a pickup. Food, yeah, they're doing online to pick up or whatever. And um and it wasn't like didn't say hello, didn't say hey we're backed up right now. Like him and the, and the cooks were like arguing about something, and then they had one girl where they just were all everybody was all scattered. Um, meanwhile. I see like a couple orders just sitting there on the counter. And you know one of them's yours. And I just know. And you know it. You know and, I, and I thought yours. like, and even if it is mine, I need to ask or they should ask me. And yeah. so like I'm standing there for like at least five minutes, made eye contact with me once and exact, 
acted like I didn't exist after that. And so I went all the way around to the other side of the counter and I said, I'm tired. I'm just here to pick up my food. Nobody's asked, uh, nobody said anything to me. It's completely disrespectful. I run a business. I would never do that to a customer. Can I please just get my food? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. What's your name? It's literally right there. Sitting there chilling, you know, and I felt so bad about using those words and being that judge of character. I wasn't screaming or anything like you see these crazy Karens doing, but just, I don't usually stand up like that. I usually put up with the bullshit and I'm just, I, I was exhausted. I'm like, I'm, I, I would never treat people like that in my business or in general, you know? So I just was like, I, I need, they need to know that this is, this shouldn't be tolerated either. Yeah, and I think that online orders have really, especially in the has really fucked things over. Because now restaurants are just, one, they're understaffed. Like mm-hmm. they just, they staff as little as possible because, especially at like fast food joints like McDonald's, like they're, they're just relying on online orders and those mm-hmm. machines. Like trying to grab someone is like f- practically fucking impossible because everybody's, they just understaffed because yeah. they know they can get away with it because of automation. So automation is really kind of, fucked a lot of things in terms of that when you need someone to like like greet you say if they were to like leave the orders out by alphabetical or whatever you just grab it that's one thing but how they used to have it but but you know what they i feel like it's it's like a it's it's like a it's hit or miss and it's it's because there's also fucking other assholes on the flip side so like there's a lot of times where you know, they do have those those areas where there's like shelves where you could pick up your food. That's my favorite but then thing in the people world. People fucking steal it. So yeah, it's that's like true. so you know what I mean? So it's it's just kinda like I get it why they, they do it, like but at the same time, you're like like and they weren't even helping anybody. They had like one guy he was waiting just and arguing, arguing amongst themselves. Yeah, and <laughs> so it was it wasn't like, okay, well they knew that they were waiting for their food. Um, but mine's already done. Yeah. You know, and there's so they were already paid for. It wasn't like we were in line and they had to ring them up. Like they were over on like the other side where you you pick up your food. And so like I just was like, can I just be acknowledged here? Acknowledge me. Like just acknowledge. You know. So for me, no, I I don't think I could handle um the people and you lose your shit, yeah. especially a place like yeah. like say if you had a job at Nordstrom's where people are a little like elevated on their expectations. Oh, yeah. like, no, I, I already had to where I was actually telling and people are always baffled by this. But when I first worked at Carlton here international, like the salon is like which right is like a mall salon next right? to Nordstrom's. Yeah. So majority we were fed clients of there were majority all Nordstrom's clients. No, oh, that sounds like nine. Fun. Like there was at least like, not nine out of 10. There was at least, let's say three out of 10 that mm. would walk in and they'd want their hair done and they would see me and be like, no, I don't want her to do my hair or just walk out. Be like, really? actually I'm good. Mm-hmm. And so we, so I've, I, I, yeah, I, that I'm back then I was really upset about it. Cause I just thought like, God, like I just have cool looking hair and some tattoos and piercings. Like, I'm not Satan, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's a little, um, it's a little past so that point where people would be... I, f- I would feel like, yeah, if I worked at Nordstrom's or something like that, I, I, I don't think I could keep my mouth shut. I couldn't last. I would just be so... Just, it'd be life-draining for sure. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And, you know, I, I have to ask you this question. Do you think the world's too casual now? Yeah. Like, we got we went on... A, we just recently went on a plane. Everybody's in, like, fucking sweatpants and flip-flops. Mm-hmm. 
Like I don't, I don't go any. Like I rarely ever wear anything past the t-shirt. I think that's another cause of like the Yesterday, loss of manners. Yesterday, I had to tell you to put on a button up. <laughs> I know for Christmas. I'm Eve. too casual too. Like I feel yeah. like that's another reason why we've lost our manners because when things are more formalized, you're forced to be more formal, right? Mm-hmm. When things you act are a little differently so when you're more polished, casual, yeah. Like it's you know I I wear a t-shirt all day like and. I go, I place an online order where I don't have to go to a sit down restaurant and talk to anybody mm-hmm. like, and, and I just pick it up. And so like the manners are going out of the, out of the, you know, out of scope because of automation and also to the world is just so incredibly fucking casual. Everything's ho hum and everybody, and everybody's into everything's ironic and everything is like mm-hmm. fucking everybody's too good for everything else. Like, it's just, I think that is. And then become just, I mean, casual and lazy but again it all i don't think people are any lazier than they they, they no, were in the we're past more lazy we could talk about um, like we i we would don't, say we want our food labor. delivered to yeah. us we want like every like and i think that all kind of coexists of like oh i don't need to i don't even need to get dressed today I work from home i can stay in my sweatpants i can have my food delivered i don't even have to see other people today and it's just like this the society of everything's made so entirely convenient for us that we don't even want to interact with each other. And then when we do, we can be complete dicks because yeah. you're not even going to see them ever again. And so it's just like the cycle. I think of like when you think of like hunters and gatherers and, and indigenous people and working in communities, like we've lost all that. It's well, an individualized society, sure. you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, they say that like, I forget, like it's been banted about millions of times. They say that the human brain is not has hasn't adapted evolution in, in evolutionary scope to be past the point where we know how to process more than a hundred and I think a hundred, a hundred and ten, hundred and fifteen people in our lives. And we're we still are at that point in evolution where we can't adapt to that. So we because of the loss of community, because small towns don't really exist in the same form because we don't have to run into people all the time. We've lost that ability to, to have that capacity for empathy for a lot of people in, in that regard. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a rough world out there. Yeah. But Merry Christmas. <laughs> hey, I could see, so I shiny. can genuinely say to everybody listening, you know, that I, or happy I'm, holidays, whatever you celebrate wanna, or yeah, if you celebrate. I don't celebrate. want to like, you know, especially my friends listening, I don't want you I have to like, represent as I don't want you like reaching out to me and thinking like, I'm going to do something crazy or anything like that. I, I have a beautiful family. Thank I am you. very blessed. Thank you. Um, I just, I just sometimes like, you know, I'm observant. Like, it's almost like a, if I'm, I'm in the room, but just watching what's going on. It's a kind of like society just like sitting back and just putting everything to perspective, you know, and, and that's just kind of like, so when I say like, you know, it's, it's a, a, a different frequency or a different like vibration that I'm going through. It's, it's just, it's more of like, I'm just, um, really becoming more conscious of, of what is really happening ar- around us, you know? And, um, it's like, yeah, like I don't, I don't know, but I, I'm, I am very blessed for, for what I have, um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't give that up for the world. But I, I myself do want to be better. Yeah, know? and I think one of the, what well, actually one of the blessings that you'll find is I think as you talk to people, 
Because what you were saying to me and you felt a, a lot of times our own thoughts feel isolated, right? Until we speak them out loud and we realize yeah. someone else has those thoughts. Yeah. I feel alienated. I feel like I like that's because it's say, circling I don't around say, in your head. Yeah, and I don't want to say that I, I I'm better than anybody, but I don't I don't feel, I've, since I was a kid I never really feel felt completely connected to society, anyways. So I feel like really now that that's where that that deep vibration of like what I'm going through is it's like I feel even more disconnected from our today humanity than even how I ever have in my life. Yeah. No. And it's like, and I think you'll find that the type of people who listen to the type of podcast that we, we, we have are probably going to be along the same way length. Yeah. Like you, you'd be surprised how many people are in that same way, same way, length of not feeling connected anymore. Yeah. Not like and I'm this. not sad about it. That that I think that maybe that's where the depression sets in. Like I'm not, I I I don't I don't like this. <laughs> like I just <laughs> I don't I don't want to be a, a part of this. And I don't I don't want people around me that aren't on that same vibration that I'm on. You know? Yeah. No, it's about choosing. It's for sure about choosing. But it's also about I think for us coming into 2024 as we as we turn the corner and we and we talk about 2024 it's about us realizing that part of that part of not feeling connected is us not connecting with those type of people and it's maybe it's an adjustment in in our circle it's an adjustment in all, in our actions on and like especially come next holiday season on, on what yeah. we do and how we react to mm-hmm. Um, other people and, and those different wavelengths that we might experience. And, yeah. and so it's about, it's about finding what it is. It's a lot of times when you feel isolated and you feel like you, you're not connecting, it's about realizing that connection, finding people who have that same kind of wavelength and readjusting your actions to fit that wavelength and that connection. Mm-hmm. So, so you don't, so it's not, it doesn't feel so disassociated because one of the issues I had is like the the feeling of like i think we spoke a little bit the feeling of wanting to do more charitable acts and wanting to make christmas more about that than than the the circle of chaos and Mm -hmm. and and that kind of thing it's like i've always part of that what makes me disassociate and it creates this depression is a lot of times we don't get a chance to act on it because we're so busy and so that Mm -hmm. makes you feel disassociated and it kind of feeds into that so yeah because it's like we have to like like how many times on thanksgiving and we said we want to go and 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 yeah. feed people and we're like well we can't do that because we got to please other people we're all pleasing everything life is just about like making other people happy and that i think that's well and, and maybe not for everybody but for me because i'm an empath and i'm a people pleaser that's what i do and and so it's, it's you but you get to a point where you're so drained like where i just feel like i don't have a lot more to give and I, I always want to be able to give, but now it's just like navigating and figuring out where to give because I feel like where I was giving before um, wasn't serving the purpose that I really want to make in this life, you know? It's a grander thing. Instead of appeasing some relatives and some friends, it's 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 on a grander scale. Yeah. And so... Adjustment for 2024. We'll have an episode right around New Year's, but this has been the recap mm-hmm. to 2023. What a great year. Thank you so much for everybody who listened to us in 2023, who started following us in 2023. 
We appreciate it. We appreciate you. We appreciate that you. I'm assuming that you are one of the weirdos like us, um, and so we appreciate that. We are that. the weirdos, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we, or food for thought? Okay. Are they the weirdos? Are are all the quote unquote normies? Are are they the ones that are truly the outcasts, and we're actually the fucking normal? Because I feel like, like. Every but person that I've known my whole life, because I've always gravitated to quote unquote outcast people, um, they're all been good people. You know, they've all not. I mean, in general, but like, you know, I've always saw them as as being a normal person. I just liked them because they looked more cool and interesting to me. You know. Yeah, I, I've always had the theory that that your craziest neighbor is the most normal appearing neighbor. Like mm-hmm. everybody's everybody's weird. In some sense, and and the people who are come off as extra extra normal, huh? Huh? <laughs> are actually the ones that are just the, those those what do they say? Still waters run deep, or whatever. Those, mm-hmm. There's a lot of fucking. They probably got a fucking shit kink or something like that in the back drawer. <laughs> like there, those those people who try to come off as the most normal people in the world are always the fucking weirdest. Trust me. When you get to yeah. know them, they go, they're always the fucking weirdest. In my bizarre. chair in the salon, I've met a lot of, a lot of rich people, a lot of like in places where, you know, I work and, and oh man. Yeah. Oh boy. Wild. Oh Some boy. of them, not all of them, but a lot of interesting wild stories that, yeah, you would never think some of these conservative people would, would the lives they would be living. Yeah. It's all, I feel like a lot of those, like at least social conservatism, a lot of those, like especially the there's so many stories about you hear a preacher who's like very vocally anti-gay, mm. and they come out as gay. They 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 get exposed. They don't even come out. They get exposed as gay. Like and then they have to like do this repentance. Those people, like the people shouting the loudest about being normal and being fitting in, are always the fucking weird ones. They're always the fucking weird ones. And thank you so much for listening. Be proud to be different, people. Yes, very much so. And we will see you in 2024.